0: Resurrection Day. Well, I know that uh, Easter's already behind us and, and uh, I recorded this before Easter, but you're probably listening to it. Best case scenario, the Monday following Easter, but um, still, I just, I, man, I love Resurrection Day. I really struggle calling it Easter because, uh, you know, Easter is named after a, after a pagan goddess and Resurrection Sunday. The resurrection of Jesus Christ is really what it's all about for the born-again believer. And uh, it's just my favorite time of the year. So regardless of when you're listening to this, uh, it may be, you may not even listen to this until June or I don't know, but uh, whatever it is, uh, I just want to tell you, happy resurrection. Jesus is alive. The tomb is empty. God is good. So today I want to share with you... um, something that just really stirs my heart. Um, You you need to understand first and foremost that the God of creation does nothing by chance. You know, people talk about coincidence. There's no coincidence in, in what God does. Everything that the Lord does is by design. God has a plan. He had a plan on the day of creation and his plan will continue to be fulfilled throughout all eternity. There is nothing that God leaves to chance. We understand that God created everything in six days, including man. And he said of man and everything that he created, it is good. God's plan is good understand that folks i don't know what you're going through i don't know what you've been through i don't know what type of things uh, you're struggling with right now but god is good and god's plan is good the bible says in john 10 10 that the thief comes to steal kill and destroy he's the deceiver his plan is to to kill us his plan is to destroy us his plan is to to try to come against the plan of god But the second part of John 10, 10 says, but God's plan would accomplish in Jesus to give us life and life more abundantly. The death sentence of the enemy, the death sentence of the devil was declared in the Garden of Eden. That man, the man, would bruise the head of the enemy. Jesus is that man go with me to john chapter 20 verses one through nine john chapter 20 verses one through nine says now on the first day of the week mary magdalene went to the tomb early while it was still dark and saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb then she ran and came to simon peter and to the other disciple whom jesus loved and said to them They have taken away the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Peter therefore went out, and the other disciple, and were going to the tomb. So they both ran together, and the other disciple outran Peter and came to the tomb first, and stooping down and looking in, saw the linen clothes lying there. Yet he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came, following him, and went into the tomb. And he saw the linen clothes lying there, and the handkerchief that had been around his head, not lined with the linen clothes, but folded together in place by itself. Then the other disciple who came to the tomb first went in also, and he saw and believed, for as yet they did not know the scripture that he must rise again from the dead. Father, thank you for this time we have together. I pray that you'd help me to Say the things that you've laid on my heart to say. And Lord, I pray for each and every one that's listening to this podcast. Be with them. Open their ears to hear, their eyes to see, and their heart to receive what it is the Spirit of the Lord is speaking to them today. And Father, we give you praise for it. In Jesus' name, amen. I love that last sentence. For as they did not know the scripture that he must rise again church it was already planned god already knew what was going to take place he must rise again and he did god declared at the beginning of time and prophesied throughout his word that he would fulfill what he declared the bible says in isaiah 46:9 through 11 says, remember the former things of old, for I am God and there is no other. I am God and there is none like me. Declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times things that are not yet done, saying, my counsel shall stand and I will do all my pleasure. Calling a bird of prey from the east, the man who executes my counsel from a far country. Indeed, I have spoken it i will also bring it to pass i have purposed it i will also do it god said he was going to fulfill those things that he had already spoke of from the very beginning his counsel his plan his purpose would stand understand this god is omniscient he knows everything. The devil not. Let me repeat that. God knows all things. He is omniscient. The devil is not. The devil does not know all things. God knew that at the right time, according to Galatians 4.4, 4, where it says, at the fullness of time, that Jesus would come and also at that time appointed by God would die a physical death what the enemy did not know what the enemy could not know was that he could not kill the plan of God he could not foil the fact that the son of God God incarnate must rise again it had to be so at the right time, at the fulfillment of time, that Christ was bruised and beaten for our healing. His blood was shed to cleanse us of our sins. He was killed that we might live, and He rose to fulfill the Father's plan. Nothing was done by chance. The devil in his arrogance, the devil in his ignorance, thought that he had defeated the Christ but not only was he surprised and wrong, but he did not know that this was just the beginning of the final end. The church was born, the army was created, and the training was beginning. John chapter 20 verse 9 says, For as yet they did not know the scriptures, that he, the Christ, Jesus himself, must rise again From the dead. This resurrection day, let me share with you three reasons why he must rise again. Number one, he is not finished yet. He's not finished. Verse six and seven says, Then Simon Peter came and followed him and went into the tomb, and he saw the linen clothes lying there, and that had been around his head, not lying with the linen clothes, but folded together in a place by itself see the organization of grave clothes was proof that the body of the lord was not stolen as much as jewish history tries to tell us no thief would take the time to unwrap then place back neatly the grave clothes of our lord according to the tradition of the day after a servant set the dinner table he would wait just out of sight until the family had finished eating if one of them was done, they would rise, wide up the napkin, and toss to the table. That was the signal to clear their setting. However, if they got up from the table, folded their napkin, and laid it beside their plate, the message to the servant was, I'm not finished yet. Jesus' crucifixion had devastated followers. In Matthew chapter 19, verse 27, Peter said to Jesus, We have left everything to follow you. As they watched him being crucified, everything they had hoped and believed in was destroyed right before their eyes. They thought that once again, Rome had managed to steal the future of Israel right out from underneath them. They did not understand that Jesus would rise from the dead. They did not understand that it was not over yet. Jesus had more to do. As a teacher, he continued to teach and instruct them. The Bible says in Acts chapter 1 verses 1 through 2, as Luke is pinning this, he says, The former account I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and to teach until the day in which he was taken up after he, through the Holy Spirit, had given commandments to the apostles whom he had chosen. Think about this. Luke doctor, Gentile, writing a letter to Theophilus, a friend, a partner, who knows. But he's writing this letter. Luke was not with Jesus. This letter was probably written some 30 to 50 years after the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. But Luke writes this account and he says, Theophilus, I have have taken much study to to read about these things and to search out and to share with you what had taken place. All that Jesus said that he was going to do, all that he went through and all that, that, that God had done through the Holy Spirit. Luke chapter 24, verse 27, the first letter that Luke wrote before Acts, he says, And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded to them, talking about Jesus, expounded to his disciples all that the scriptures, the things concerning himself. Luke 24, 32 says, And they said to one another, Did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us on the road and while he opened the scriptures to us? They sat down with jesus they're, they're they're talking about the men that were they were on this emmaus road and as they're walking and they're complaining and they're arguing and they're how could this possibly happen jesus was such a great man we thought he was the one that was going to fulfill and then jesus comes up in his resurrected body and begins to speak to these men and they didn't even know who he was until they got to the house and the bible says that as jesus broke the bread as he began to bless the meal their eyes were instantly opened And they knew who it was. And as he ascended again, disappeared out of sight, they said, did not our hearts burn within us? Jesus, as Christ, had turned their words upside down with his teachings before his death. He continued to instruct them and teach them after his death and resurrection. With their faith restored and strengthened, Jesus gave His final instructions to, to all who will follow Him. Matthew twenty-eight nineteen through 20 Jesus said, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Jesus even after his death, burial, and resurrection continued to share with his disciples. And now they begin to understand what it is that Jesus came to do and what they also must do. Acts chapter one, verse four through five says, and being assembled together with him, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait For the promise of the Father, which he said, You have heard from me, for John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. See, the apostles lived out these commands, even though it cost them their lives. But thousands upon thousands were converted in their lifetime. And billions have been saved and healed and delivered and transformed since that time. And yet still jesus is not finished matthew 24 14 says and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all nations and then the end will come see the folded cloth served as a message i'm not finished He's got more to do and he's asking us to do it with him to continue to declare this gospel that he has risen from the grave, that God's plan all along was to send a savior into the world that would suffer and die for you and for I, but would rise again. That's the message we need to preach to all the nations, to all the world. And then when everybody's had the opportunity to hear, then maybe The end will come. Jesus must have risen to finish the work of the Father through His church and secondly, to fulfill His Word. The second reason that Jesus had to rise, the Word declared it. Verse 9 says, For as they did not know the Scriptures, but the Old Testament declared, Isaiah 25 verse 8 says, He will swallow up death forever. And the Lord God will wipe away tears from all faces. The rebuke of his people he will take away from all the earth, for the Lord has spoken. He said he would swallow up death forever. Isaiah 26 verse 19 says, Your dead shall live. Together with my dead body, they shall rise. He had to rise. The word declared through the prophet Isaiah. God spoke and he said, he shall live. Hosea chapter 13, verse 14. He says, I will ransom them from the power of the grave. I will redeem them from death. O oh, death will be your plagues. O oh, grave, I will be your destruction. Pity is hidden from my eyes. Jesus himself, the living word declared. In Matthew chapter 16, verse 21. From that time, Jesus began to show to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and the chief priests and scribes and be killed and raised the third day. How about Matthew 17, verse 22? It says, Now while they were still in Galilee, Jesus said to them, The Son of Man is about to be betrayed into the hands of men, and they will kill him, and on the third day will be raised up. And they were exceedingly sorrowful. All they heard was that they were going to, he was going to be killed. They did not understand that he said on the third day he would be raised up. How often do we hear messages preached? How often have we heard the hope of Jesus Christ? How often has the gospel been declared, and yet we only hear what we want to hear? We need to hear. We need to understand the victory. We need to understand the promises of God that have been given to us. Mark chapter 8, verse 31, it says, And he began to teach them, and the Son of Man must suffer many things, and be rejected by the elders, and the chief priests and the scribes, and be killed and three days, rise again. He told them he was going to have to suffer, but once again he told them he would rise again. John chapter 2, verse 19 through 21, Jesus answered and said to them, Destroy this temple, and in three days it will raise up. Then the Jews said, It has taken... 46 years to build this temple, and when you raise it up in three days? But yet he was speaking of the temple of his body. Jesus declared it to all that would listen. Not only did Jesus declare and people didn't listen, but after his disciples understood the truth, he began to declare. John chapter 6, verse 68 and 69 says, But Simon Peter answered and said, Lord, where shall we go? you have the words of eternal life. Also, we have come to believe and to know that you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Acts chapter 2, verse 23 through 24 says, Him being delivered by the determined purpose and foreknowledge of God, you have taken by lawless hands, have crucified and put to death whom God raised up, having loosed the pains of death because it was not possible that he should be held by it even his disciples declared that jesus would rise again and not only did the prophets of old not only did jesus himself not only did his disciples but even the angels declared matthew 28 verse 6 says he is not here for he has risen as he said Come and see the place where the Lord lay and go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And indeed he is going before you into Galilee. Therefore, you will see him. Behold, I have told you. And in Luke 24, six says, he is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spoke to you when he was still in Galilee. See, Jesus had to rise because his work was not finished Jesus had to rise because he had to fulfill God's word. The word says that the promises of God are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. If the prophets of old under the inspiration of God, if Jesus himself, God incarnate, if the disciples filled with the Holy Spirit and even the angels declared it, we knew that God was going to do it. He was going to fulfill his word. Number three, the reason that Jesus had to rise is He is our living hope. John chapter 20 verse 9 says that He must rise again from the dead. The word must is a Greek word, dea, which indicates necessity, necessity. 1 Peter 1 3 says, blessed be the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. It was necessary for him to rise so that on the great and glorious day, we too will rise to be with our living hope. Psalm sixteen nine says, therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoices. My flesh also will rest in hope. Church, isn't it good to know that we can find rest in His promise? We can find rest in the hope of the resurrected King. Isaiah twenty-six nineteen says, "Your dead shall live; together with my dead, they shall rise." Many people think of the story of Christ as ending with the resurrection the bible continues long after and describes how jesus was raised from the dead as i tell my staff and the students of adult and teen challenge of the upper cumberland regularly you need to not know you need to not only know how but you need to know why 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 must he rise his work did not end at the resurrection there's still work to be done For Christ and for Christ's people. Before he was raised to heaven, he had a last teaching to impart and a final instructions to give before he left things in the hands of his fallible human servants. He must have risen to prepare until the time of his return once more. The napkin that Peter found in the tomb was not only for Peter, but it was for you and I so that it would be written Nothing is done by happenstance god does not operate on coincidence god is purposeful to accomplish his work on the earth to fulfill his word and to give us hope our hope is in the resurrected christ the hope of the world is that they would come to know him as we know him the question is is the resurrected christ living in you if you have not made a decision to make Christ Lord of your life, if you have not made a decision to make Jesus your Savior and your hope, today is the day of salvation. I ask you today to cry out to the living God. He is alive. For the Bible said, Jesus said, He must rise again father thank you again for the empty tomb thank you for the gospel of jesus christ thank you for those that hear this word and father thank you for those that have already made the decision to follow you and to make you their christ and for those lord that have not may today this hour as soon as this podcast ends may they cry out to you and ask you, Lord Jesus, come into my heart, be my Savior, be Lord of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. I hope you have a great week. And remember, it's not Easter, but it is the resurrection.